welcome to the Cosmic Creatrix podcast. Robin Rivera, your host here, and this is a space for the magical woman to give herself permission to be all that she can be and to walk away with tools for self-healing and right livelihood. You are worthy of abundance. I see you. I know you. I am you, a feminine being who has the ability to create with cosmic potential. So open your heart, open your mind, and join me on this adventure we call life. Today's show is about what is a sacred ceremony. Many of you have been interested in this or you've been hearing the words shared. You, you've had your interest spiked around shamanic ceremonies. What is ceremony? And there's also a misunderstanding that I want to debunk, that I want to clear up around who can hold ceremony. Yeah. So you're here. If you're here listening, it's because you have some kind of interest in ceremonial work, whether it's for yourself to receive, or maybe you even foresee that you might be a practitioner in the near future. Ceremony is so sacred to me because it's been an absolute vital aspect of my transformation. Some of you are already familiar with my story. If you haven't, if you're not, you can go back and watch, uh, listen to the iTunes podcast episodes, the first episode on Cosmic Creatrix podcast. And I share the adversity that I have had to overcome. And it ain't no small apples. <laughs> it's been a really big deal. And I had been going through about 20 years of therapy before I really had some big breakthroughs. Of course, I've had like the little breakthroughs and, you know, very nostalgic moments, but it was in sacred ceremony that I released 20 years of trauma in 15 freaking minutes. Okay. It's, it's the big guns. So what I can say about ceremony for somebody who is trying to grasp this idea in modern day times, I want you to think of it like a workshop on steroids. You know, many of you have been to workshops, your self-help junkies. A ceremony is essentially like a workshop on steroids where we work with rituals and processes to unfold and unpack an experience, a rite of passage to maybe birth a rite of passage, to honor something, to welcome it through and in a change. Yeah. Now, I have a very unique way of explaining why ceremonies are so potent in like modern day layman terms. And so here's how I want you to think of it. We are wired as human beings to practice ritual, to learn through story, to honor the sacred, and to like kind of do what I call these monkey dances, right? So in the old days, you know, even cavemen practice rituals, burial rituals when people died. Hey, we've been we've been hardwired for this to be effective for our consciousness the way that we relate to life and the sacred. 
well, something has happened along the way throughout history where we have fallen from awakened consciousness and we've got distracted with the mumbo jumbo of everyday modern life, survival, the new and ever-changing ways of providing for our families, nourishing our bodies. And we've forgotten about so many important ancient ways of being human, which was through ritual and ceremony. We do have some ceremonies, you know, like weddings and graduations and funerals and things like this, but the richness and the potentiality of what ceremony can really be has been forgotten in many, many cultures and populations. It is my belief, and here's where it gets like my unique twist, it's my belief and my understanding through my studies of consciousness that one of the main things ceremonies is doing that makes it so effective is it's allowing us through actions, through ritualistic actions to tap into the power of our belief, faith, to get on board. It's like, we could, we are so powerful. We are made in creator's image. We could just snap our fingers and be like, I'm healed if we would believe it enough, and if we understood our power to call forth healing, to manifest our reality, co-create our reality rather. But our brain just won't believe it. And so we do these rituals, these ceremonies to get our psyche, our hearts, our spirits on the same plane as our prayer, as our desire, as our wish as our invocation, as our intention. That's one of the things that makes ceremony so effective. We do this set of acts held in a container by somebody experienced enough to manage this, to facilitate this experience, this experience of falling into belief that you can heal yourself, that you can manifest your prayer. And the second thing that we're doing when we are holding, facilitating ceremony or participating in ceremony is uniting ourselves with the rest of life so that we can receive the help because the help comes when we're working in unity, not when we're our finite self just operating in our house on our meditation pillow. Rather, when we're in ceremony, the facilitator is skilled and has relationships with other aspects of life that you may have forgotten or fallen from, and they can summon those, bring those forth because they have a developed relationship with those. And now you get to tap into those elements, energies, the unison, and also receive the help. So it's like a workshop on steroids. It's like church on steroids. (laughs) It's like very effective. And because our cellular memory remembers the effectiveness of ceremony, once people get initiated or cracked open into these ways, they keep coming back because it works, because they have a noticeable shift, because their life is forever changed. Not one person has left my my ceremony not completely different. That's a tall thing to say. Not one person has left my ceremony unchanged. And it's not because I'm so great. It's because they stepped into something that their cellular DNA remembered so poignantly 
that it cracked open the power of their own belief and their ability to choose a higher state of consciousness, to choose a higher vibrational lifestyle. You leave my ceremony and you don't want to drink alcohol no more. You don't want to cuss out your parents. You want to be nicer to your children and and present and play because we work with these energies that awaken consciousness. And so this is what a ceremony is. Now, who can participate in a ceremony? Let me debunk this misbelief. There is a lot of shit going around that only people of certain lineages and cultures can practice ceremony. It is not true. That is a misconception. That is a form of oppression in reverse, possibly. It's simply not true. Because if you look across all cultures, all cultures practice ceremony. All cultures practice rituals. Some of them may have been long forgotten and you have to dig them up, but they're there. Mexicans practice ceremony. Mexicans use a drum. Mexicans have also worked with psychedelic medicines, not just Native American. And I am of Native descent and Mexican descent uh, ancestry. Mesoamerican, uh, my family is from the Jalisco area, Guadalajara. And my grandmother was one of my grandmother on the other side was half native Chinook in from the Washington area. And she was a healer healing people during a plague. And my Mexican grandmother was a healer healing just people, everyday people that came to her house. She worked with marijuana. She made her own medicines. She did massage and she did a lot of witchy type of trinkety kind of things with objects and dolls. Europeans did rituals, Wiccans, Siberians, where the word shamana comes from. So we all have this in our DNA. Are we all shamanically gifted? No. Do we all have shamanic capabilities? Yes, we do. Can they be learned? Yes, they can. Are some of us very natural at it and are born with these codes? Yeah, (sighs) it's true. And so who can participate in ceremony? Anybody who wants to receive the help and who comes in a good way can participate in someone else's ceremony if they are invited. Who can facilitate ceremony? Someone who is willing to take responsibility for holding that type of work. Someone who is willing to take responsibility and accept the consequences of their choices in stepping forward as a leader. Someone who takes a path to be initiated into sacred mysteries and is willing to be a guardian standing at that threshold. And that's the kind of people I work with in mastery of ceremonial facilitation. Healers and light workers, leaders who are self-choosing who feel called to take a journey to be impeccable at guarding a sacred circle and facilitating transformation. The reason that I believe ceremonies are so important for these times is because, like I mentioned before, we are awakening dormant DNA, one circle at a time, 
one person at a time. And when you gather so many people over time that are turning on, what does that do? It elevates collective consciousness. We have a quantum leap in consciousness. Why would we want a quantum, quantum leap in consciousness? So we can return to love. We can have more harmony. <laughs> we can be more connected to the truth and the sacred, which we all have a longing deep in our gut to do. And so if you ever hear somebody saying they can practice ceremony, but they can't, they're culturally appropriating, but they're not, I want you to see that all from an eagle's eye perspective. And I want you to really look at what they're saying and decide for yourself. Cultural appropriation is a thing. Practicing ceremony is not cultural appropriation when it's done right. We take a journey to understand what has been gifted to us from our direct ancestors and the ancestors that may want to work with us through the quantum. We honor it and we transcend it into something in the future that is of our own. That is a very unique and modern medicine that is flowing in and through you to be shared with the people that you are here to share with. And so in my perspective and in, in my journey, the truth that's been shown to me is that Mother Earth is calling forward people in armies to do this work. And what I saw is that people were stepping forward naively and stupidly and messily, beginning to hold circle, not knowing what the fuck they were doing, having some greedy money energy, having some chasing power energy and causing harm and leaving a bad name for the rest of us. So instead of standing here on a high horse, I decided that I was going to lead, that I was going to show a good way, that I was going to example through an immersive program. And it took a lot of courage for me to birth that program, but it just flew right out of me. And I was convicted from a very deep place in my heart, just like I'm convicted today. I told you I was coming on here a bit emotional, a bit tender. I am so deeply moved by the sacred work and its power to awaken consciousness. It's power to deeply awaken consciousness and help us to remember what is important. And what is important to me is that I am placing my time, my energy, and my resources where I am the most useful, the most potent, the most impactful. May we all find what that is for us. If you feel interested in learning from me and getting certified in ceremonial facilitation, you're going to want to fill out an application and book a call with somebody on my team. We are starting to enroll again, and it's a beautiful journey. If you have any questions about it, feel free to drop it inside the Facebook group. Drop an emoji, I guess, drop a heart in the comments if you would like more information about Mastery of Ceremonial Facilitation. I love you, and I will see you very soon. Thanks for listening to the Cosmic Creatrix podcast. I hope that this episode has touched you in some kind of way. You can definitely support us by going ahead and subscribing and leaving a bomb review. This will help us reach more women and impact worldwide. And I'd love to connect with you more on Instagram around topics of healing and conscious entrepreneurship. So follow me on Instagram at Robin Rivera Ignites. 
And if you like to see how I work with people, go ahead and check out my website, RobinRiveraIgnites.com. Join us next week for more feminine wisdom, inspiration, and practical tools for the modern day magical woman. See you next time.